What's up, friends, and welcome to a special edition of the Levels of Wealth show. It's a little bit different than what you've come to expect because we're talking about the markets, particularly what transpired over the last week or two, what that means for what could potentially possibly transpire for the next week or two. And my hosts on these special recap editions of Levels of Wealth, we enjoy going in and talking about a wide exposure of financial concept, both for crypto and real estate and really everything that's up and down at the moment so that you can have very quick expertise on the subject matter at hand. Hope you enjoy the show. If you have any questions or you need anything at all, send us an email to hello at levelsofwealth.com. We would love to answer your questions on the next recap. Enjoy. All right. What's up, everybody? It is uh, Friday, February 18th, 2022. We live in the best time in history. I'm here with Mike Walker, and we're talking about uh, crypto market recap. What's up, my friends? How you doing? I'm doing good, man. I'm excited. Okay. I have one thing to say, and then I'm going to turn it over to you. Um, I saw that you can now tip on Twitter in Ethereum, not just Bitcoin. Ethereum. Yeah. yeah. More Despite- to come, I'm sure. Despite that, Ethereum prices have still not really recovered. So I don't know what's going on, dude, but I know that you do. And that's why you're here. What are you seeing this week in the crypto space? Yeah, obviously, we're just still seeing a a bunch of chop, right? I mean, ever since um, the corrective move in in, uh, December, everything's been, you know, we'll see a swing from 10% 10 one way and everybody's like, hallelujah, we're going back up. We found the bottom. And then the next day, you know, a tweet comes out from somebody noteworthy and and then we're in the depths of, you know, heading to 15,000 on, on Bitcoin. So obviously Bitcoin calls the shots. So anytime we're in market chop like this, you can look at the individual altcoins and whatnot. But at the end of the day, just to ease my mind, I just keep an eye on Bitcoin because everything's going to trail Bitcoin behind, like either by the minute or by the hour or day. So, um, that's that's kind of been my strategy to navigate through the markets and trying to buy buy in on some of these dips and just dollar cost average. You know, that's that's yeah. been my uh, my protocol through all this chop. What um what leading indicators are you seeing, if any? You know, I know that there's um there's there's some really great things that hit headlines this week, like Sequoia earmarking five hundred million dollars to push into crypto. Um, Coinbase launched their you know pilot program in Mexico for cryptocurrency. I mean, there's stuff that's happening that seems like it should be moving the markets forward. Do you think the biggest risk right now that people are seeing is just government involvement? Is that what's keeping it suppressed? Hundred percent. Yeah, it, it's uh, uncertainty as to what the the shot callers are going to do. Granted, um, I think the U.S. is actually behind the curve on a lot of this. Like as you've seen in the news, you've got you know, different, um, countries, I got to pull up my nose to call out the right ones here, but, um, you've got different groups and countries claiming that, okay, this is going to be legal tender, you know? And so I think U S is a little bit behind the ball on this. And I know Biden next week has some executive order, um, coming out that that's got everybody kind of on the hook. I think that's what we're seeing between that and Ukraine and all that stuff happening. I think that's why we're seeing the dip this morning, but, um, yeah, to answer your question, a lot of uncertainty still. But when you zoom out, the reality is that you you can't turn off the internet and you can't turn off Bitcoin. So at, on some level, you know they're going to have to embrace this. The writing's on the wall, and you could even see all the stuff that's happened in Canada. I thought that was kind of interesting. Um, that's got a lot of people yeah. kind of concerned too. So 
um, yeah, you just got a, a lot of uncertainty. I mean, there's no other way to say it other than we are living through the genesis of some pretty, pretty real change in, in monetary policies. Yeah. To Canada is a fascinating case study in how to just really make every wrong decision imaginable in a nice 10 day window. Uh, I don't know what's, I don't know what's going on with uh, Trudeau, but you got to imagine like that is not a, a great decision. What do you think about the, um, this is old news at this point, but what do you think about the BlockFi settlement um, with the SEC failing BlockFi failed to register loan products? Is that a concern on your end that the SEC is now starting to kind of get into some of these um, centralized crypto exchanges? Um, it's not so much a concern. It's, it's going to, I think it's it's an inevitability, right? Like the SEC, central banking system, the Fed, everybody and their mom is going to need have a sense of need to control this stuff. Um, I th- I think it's interesting that BlockFi can essentially pay to play, right? They're like, oh, okay, well, here's my money, we're good now, and tap out. Yeah. And there's no shortage of money. They're like, well, we can either spend a hundred million to you know sponsor yeah. a, another NBA team, or we can have the SEC off our back. So. Um, I think that's what it is. It's just kind of a money grab and, and now we can go forward. And I think we're going to see a ton of that, you know, in fact, that recent, um, uh, committee meeting with Sam Beatman and Freud and a bunch uh, there's three other uh, representatives from the crypto community, um, talking to the, the panel. And I, I just thought it was really interesting how they kept saying over and over and over again, we need clarity from, the government from you, essentially you guys, them talking to the panel, we need clarity because we're, you know, 80% of the transactions that are happening in crypto right now are offshore. They've left the U S and you have companies in the U S leaving the U S to go set up shop in different countries because they don't know what to do. It's not a matter of them not wanting to be here. It's a matter of them not knowing if the big hand of government is going to smash them or not. So that was kind of the, the big takeaway from, from that whole meeting last week was you guys got to tell us like what we can and can't do. So we need government involved because if we don't, we're going to be in this perpetual state of like uncertainty. And, and obviously that doesn't bode well for, for valuations or anything. Yeah. It's, it's a failure on the government's part to act. And it is reminiscent of like 2004 to 2012, 2015, where it's just like businesses left so quickly and this was like pre-crypto, but when people don't know, they don't have any guidance, you just kind of tend to assume the worst case. And then capitalism sucks the, the businesses out of the country. And then you have to actually go through and like rehabilitate them back into the country. It's just kind of stupid. Mm-hmm. Did you see that the New York Stock Exchange filed a patent to trade NFTs in cryptocurrencies? Well, yeah. When I saw that, I'm like, oh, okay. All right. Yep. They're, they're, uh, NFTs and, and that whole thing is is now not just a buzzword. That's that's like a legitimate you know um, asset class that's going to be just be more and more you know between that and the metaverse kind of joining those those two buzz phrases. I think the the big guys want to want to get ahead of this thing really quickly. What else is happening? What else are you seeing? Or like uh, past, present, or future? Well, um, I mean, a couple notable things. Um, I saw that Google has integrated Cardano in its currency conversion rate calculator. Now that may be a small nuance thing, but to have Google start to embrace Cardano, I thought was kind of interesting. Um, I, I'm a believer in, I mean, I'm not like a full on like, you know, Cardano maxi, but 
I think they're doing some good stuff and the amount of um, foundation that they've been building is, is pretty impressive. Um, the infrastructure they've created is, is awesome. Uh, the big one for me was probably the, I'm just looking through my notes here. So that from a tax reporting perspective, this was kind of a good one for, for people in that um, the U.S. Treasury spares miners from crypto tax reporting rules. So the miners, that's a big one because uh, this was a topic actually in that Senate meeting too, where we want to bring Bitcoin mining to the U.S. Like that, that is a huge um, opportunity, especially considering that Bitcoin mining is one of the more proactive uh, emerging industries that are embracing, you know, um, different, uh, what would you say, like cleaner ways of, of, of energy. Right. So they're, they're really proactive on, on a, um, on a global scale. We need to bring them back to the United States. So to have the U S say, okay, well, we're not going to, um, treat miners as brokers. Um, that was a big one. That was a big win in my mind, longer term, obviously that's not going to flip a switch anywhere, but, um, that, that was a big one. Um, some projects I wanted to kind of bring up a couple of projects that I thought were of interest It's still really, really early, but if people like to stay ahead of things, um, lens protocol, um, is something that should be looked at lens. How do you spell that? How do you yeah. Spell so L E N S. So just like camera lens or whatnot, um, lens.dev. And it's, um, founder is the founder of Ave. Uh, this guy's Stanny. And I'm going to totally hack his last name, Kucholov, whatever. Um, but it's it's all based around the the concept and something we were talking about last week about the push towards uh, decentralized social media. Um, so Lens Protocol is something that's definitely interesting, um, and it it just it has all the same features as social media functions, um, including profiles, comments, sharing, um, but everything is powered by NFTs. So everything you create, all of your content becomes an NFT that you personally own. Um, so I, I like that one a lot. Uh, another one we talked about last week, DSO, very similar in that you can monetize your content and there are people already making, you know, thousands of dollars a week on their own content on their own social media platform. So how do you do, all, well, how does, how does that work? Because sorry for the ignorant question, but how yeah, does that yeah. actually work? Uh, for monetizing their content? Yeah. Cause they, DSO just hit Coinbase not too long ago, right? Yeah. Um, what, what is the, how does the, how does it work? Like how, how would you or I do that? Yeah. So, um, you essentially create your own social token and that's, what's pretty interesting is like you would have the Taylor coin, you know, and then people can, um, you know, purchase or, or transact with you on that level. But you also have, um, I think they're diamonds. I think that's what it is. I, I've built, I, I created a porf, uh, profile on DSO, but I haven't, you know, I'm not in there daily. So I, I still need to like get up to speed on, on all the functionality, but um, it's pretty easy to see that there are a lot of different um, profiles that are, are generating coins. Now, yeah. Can you, can you turn those coins into money? Yes, you can, but um, that's a whole nother conversation, obviously, but it is, it is transactable tokens. Like they are monetizing their content and uh, making a living on it. So that's pretty interesting. So Lens was a big one. And then the other one um, that, this is kind of future tense, is Juno, the Juno network. So Juno, J-U-N-O, network.io. 
it's a layer one smart contract in the in the Cosmos ecosystem. And the reason why I like this one um, and I'm digging into it deeper this week is because it has no early investors. So it's all a grassroots community, which is a big deal. You're not going to get a bunch of tokens dumped on the community after they, you know, um, get embraced by some of the larger exchanges. Um, but it really goes to show why I think we're seeing the dip or at least some, some market volatility in, um, in ETH as well, just because there's other solutions coming out, you know, and this was something that we kind of lightly tapped on last week too, is the fact that all the big guys now doesn't mean that they're going to be the big guys forever. And so I think it's, um, I don't think ETH is going anywhere because that's essentially the, the environment that all of the, a lot of these things are built on top of all these dApps, but, um, it, it's let me, important. Let me, let me ask you about that. Do you, mm. do you subscribe to more of a winner takes all mindset or do you think it's going to be really shared and everything grows together with ETH being the primary infrastructure and everything um, patching in with ETH? Yeah, for, for now, especially, um, you know, everything that's being built on top of ETH, all the, the layer twos, the dApps, the ZK rollups, I think it's going to be a big one to speed up transactions. Um, privacy is going to be a huge one. Um, tornado, uh, cash saw a huge spike earlier this week because of, I think honestly, because of everything that, um, what's happening in Canada, people are starting, I think that's a narrative that's going to, you know, it would be worthwhile for people to keep an eye on is, is privacy coins in particular. Interesting. Okay. What about your personal, let's say thesis, are you keeping all of your money where it's currently at? Or are you reallocating any of it based on the choppiness of, of where, where we're going? Yeah, no, great question. So my strategy has been, and it hasn't changed, is basically having two different portfolios, right? You have your HODL portfolio where you just dollar cost average. You don't even think about it. Like price, price fluctuations on the daily or even the weekly or even the monthly don't really matter. This is a long-term five-year, 10-year horizon type thing. So that really frees up your brain to not freak out. And then you also have more of a, what I call the sandbox or like a play portfolio where, you know, cause I'm in this daily anyway, so I might as well make money with it. Um, short, some long, some, you know, speculate this and that, but these are very different strategies to very different, um, you know, uh, goals. So I think it's important for people to under like really, truly wrap in their own mind who am I as an investor? Am I an investor? Am I a day trader? Am I like a scalper trying to make trades within the hour or within 10 minutes? I mean, you, there's really a few different ways to approach the market. So I, there is no one right way, but um, yeah, long-term hodl. Don't even worry about price fluctuations. Just know that it's going up and to the right for a very long time from now. Um, and then, yeah, day trade and swing trade um with a separate portfolio of funds and that way i feel like i feel comfortable knowing that i'm not going all in on one you know trade or something weird yeah well that makes sense totally makes sense i saw um yesterday that conoco phillips is now converting its um some of its gas into bitcoin mining rather than flaring it i think that that's another kind of move towards like some of these bigger companies are realizing that there are opportunities that the the underlying technology is not going anywhere, so they might as well figure out how to get involved. And I think that's just another sign. The New York Stock Exchange, ConocoPhillips, these are like 
these are big moves, which is why I'm surprised. I'm very surprised that prices are still suppressed. And it must be because of government, like Biden doing whatever Biden does. That's got to be it, which is what we talked about earlier. Yeah. Well, that and also, you know, maybe somewhat kind of, um, you know, speculative on my part, but, you know, the big guys, they don't buy anything at retail, right? So it's in their best interest to paper hands people and get, you know, buy their, buy their Bitcoin at, at 30 K, right? Like they have no interest in, in buying the top of anything. So, and their, their time preferences are really, really long. So they, they don't care if it goes down to 15 or, or five, like they would love it. Right. So they have no interest in, in, uh, any short term, you know, upside. So we, we need to look at that too, as countries come in, um, I don't know. I think we're going to see a lot of a lot of pressure downwards just to because it gives them time to get in because these big institutions, they can't just like jump in on the decks and like buy some Bitcoin real quick. Like it doesn't work like that. They these are slow moving engines. And so they're trying to catch up to speed on something that's been working light pace for, you know, five, 10 years now. Yeah, 100 percent. All right. Anything else you want to end with? Um, No, just that there's, you know. 10 days worth of news every five hours. It feels like, um, you know, stay ahead of it, but filter through it and consider the source. And then I would say just circling back on what I said earlier is really, truly, um, embrace what kind of investor you want to be, you know, don't let the daily price fluctuations ride your emotions. If you're checking the charts every hour, you're either way overly (laughs) invested or you have a totally unrealistic idea of what it is to be an investor, you know? So people need to check themselves a little bit. hundred percent. Um, man, thanks for hopping on. It's always a blast. And uh, we're getting a link set up right now. This should be good to go by the time people listen to the podcast. Levelsofwealth.com slash group. That will take you to the resource group. Mike's in there. I'm in there. All of us are in there are constantly having uh, the, the best conversations. Uh, hop in there. Talk with us. We'd love to jam with you. Mike, thanks for the time. And what a glorious time to be alive. I can't wait for the next 6, 12, 18 months. It's going to be a blast. No doubt, man. No doubt. All right, buddy. Talk soon. Yep. Cheers.